hi guys welcome back to moving by god's grace and as i promised i told you guys that after the introductory part of course i'll bring somebody and i think i have somebody today who is going to talk to us or conversate with me <laughs> and just let's hear who she is and maybe what she does <laughs> okay hi everybody so my name is esther shitana I'm a third-year law student at the University of Namibia. I'm 21 years old and um, I'm a social entrepreneur. I love serving other people and I love God. Yes. Above everything else, I love God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we love God, guys. So today we'll be talking about, you know, we see how most people really find it difficult to, I don't know, like probably choose a career that has to do with who they are mm-hmm. and something i think i have realized is that we have failed to know who we are so that's why today we are talking about identity crisis who are you Stella, who oh are you? my goodness who am i um i like to think of myself as a strong very beautiful intelligent black woman uh, one that enjoys and loves just pushing herself beyond her limits but also just helping those that are around her also basically be the best version of themselves so uh, I like to think of myself as somebody and this is not bragging or anything but I've managed to define the odds and actually accomplish a lot at a very young age and in a very short span of time and I feel like my intelligence my critical thinking abilities but also my love for God and what I stand for and all that. They are they all coalesce like an individual that is a force. Yeah, because my thing was like, how did you get to that? Because there are people people that are struggling. I still don't know what I want to do in yeah. life. How did you get to the point where you knew this is what I need to do? Um, I think that from a very young age, um, I was a very active person. And so I involved myself in a lot of things, diverse things. Uh, I just didn't involve myself, for example. For example, I was involved in debate, but it wasn't only debate. I was involved in savings club scheme, environmental club. So like, because I allowed myself to get involved in such diverse things, I was able now to sit down and think, okay, what is it the one thing that out of all these things that I love and that I'm passionate about? And when I was able to determine that, that's when I knew this is what I was passionate about. And out of everything, debate was what I was most passionate about. Because yeah. it allowed me to think critically, but it also just allowed me, man, to like advance my arguments when it comes to certain things. Yeah. And that's why I saw, oh, law is the one thing that allows me to do that as exactly. well. Exactly. And so forth. So I think sometimes don't uh, sell your, uh, yourself short. I think allow yourself to diversify in everything that you do. But also I would advise don't do... Um, things just for the sake of it i think do it with a passion and i hope you guys are taking notes <laughs> because i'm here and i'm looking at you like please teach me something um yeah no really it's very true because most of the times we just want to do things yeah. just because we want to do things yes and it's not even part of your purpose because as we said we love god and there's something that god says about our lives I've plans to prosper to you, prosper you but not every plan that comes your way is a God's plan. That's what they all. That's why they say not everything that looks good from the face of it is actually good for you. Exactly. And I think that's one thing I've. I think over the years, I think when I was in high school, I didn't really because my prayer uh, life wasn't as good and at the standard that it was um, now, like 
back then yeah. so like you like now what i would usually do when i get an opportunity and stuff even if it looks good i would pray about it yeah. and i'd be like okay god should i do this should i not do it and then like the same way you know how when um i think um when isaac had to go look for a, he needed a wife yeah and then one exactly. of the servants were sent to go look for a wife and he said god like if who whichever woman comes at the, the wall and feeds the animals and i think as well as him yeah then that would be isaac's wife exactly. i think that's what i also do in my in my own situation i apply that to say that okay god if truly this is for me show me a sign let's say i don't know let it be on my mind for the entire week exactly. if it's not for me let me forget about exactly. it and that's how i determine whether it's really in line with my purpose or not because sometimes yeah. you don't really know you don't know specifically this is what god you don't exactly. know god's specific plans all you can do is ask god please direct me in every step that i do in every decision i make and that's how i don't get like so worked up about it like if i don't get an opportunity i don't get angry exactly. let's say if the two of us you know maybe it's yes. not because like, who god has called me because like be. a lot of people get really angry exactly. like if, for example you and i apply for an opportunity and i don't get it but you get it and i'm so angry i'm like oh why didn't dambe get it and what 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 but like it's not part of my purpose exactly purpose. like and you don't know what god is preparing you for exactly. or what he's stopping you from maybe he's stopping you from embarrassing yourself exactly. at that conference you are not ready but like we don't trust the process and i think that's one of the problems how you have an identity crisis yeah because now it's like you fall in with any type of, any identity. Type of an identity like you you start you borrowing just, yeah you're if, just there you are borrowing estera's public speaking exactly. skills and then you go to whoever's driving skills and like you get everything and just yeah. try to go around with everything even though you know it's not even something that you want to do but it's yeah. like you are trying to prove a point to people and i think that's why i've realized that most of us as young people it's really about proving people wrong and it's not supposed True. to be that way it's it's because then we get to do things that we don't number one want to do yeah. number two it's not what god has placed Place. in our life because it's like we are trying to open doors that are closed and they are closed for a reason and and, and this actually reminds me of something that's that that's very important they say that like anything that is done outside of god outside of the boundaries of god or whatever god has said for you like you have to maintain it yourself exactly. so like if you take an opportunity that god has never destined for you or it's not within your purpose it forces you to be able to maintain it exactly. and, and i feel like it will outweigh you it will outweigh like, you and that's why people get really frustrated and depressed and stressed because you can't handle because you took upon something exactly. that, that doesn't belong, that doesn't to, belong you. to you so now you are forced to maintain it and you yourself cannot maintain it exactly. but like anything that is done within god's purpose and his plans for you yeah uh his plans for you he always gets to sustain he always equips you with the necessary wisdom with the necessary knowledge and understanding of what you particularly need to do so i think that's also one thing that we need to realize and how you get to that like i said is prayer and seeking for guidance from god and just being like okay god this is um what's on the table what should i do should i do it should i not do it how should i go about it and god always has a way of um letting you know whether it is for you or not and he always the way of he always has a way of putting people in your path to help oh, sorry you guys if you heard something <laughs> that was making noise i was trying to quiet people in my block you guys some of you call it domes and what are these blocks <laughs> so yeah really i feel like what we struggle with nowadays is identifying who we are yeah. and that is why the topic was like who are you because i'm like before we get into more and more recordings we need yeah. to start off with the basic things yeah because when you don't know who you are then it's like you are lost yeah you yeah. are 
going on a journey but you don't even know where the stop sign is yes. where the turn left or right is yeah. it's like you are just doing anything that comes and then you'll find yourself at a place where you have no clue of what to do next because yeah. it's like you are not destined to do that certain thing and i think like you go with the wind like that means like if it, the, the the wind is blowing is you go yeah you it's blowing the other way you go the other way like and for me how i because it was also difficult obviously like peer pressure yeah societal standards like there's a set standard that is there you know and like for example like nowadays that like, people feel like it's 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 fine for you to for example people find it it's, it's okay for you to wear revealing clothes and exactly. all that and i i personally like respect those exactly. people that decide to yeah. do that i don't judge you it's your choice and everyone has an autonomy to exactly. do so but like now like if you have an identity crisis you'd be someone you know yourself you're very conservative you know that you you don't i you don't feel the need to dress in that particular way exactly. but now because a lot of people are doing it and because people think it's cool now you also want to do it like when you do that then you have an identity crisis because like you are not doing exactly. it for yourself you are, you are doing, doing it to, to please people. other people exactly. so i think it also becomes a problem you have an identity crisis when you start doing things to please other people yeah. as opposed to yourself because now if now they start also smoking then you're like okay yeah, i'm also going to i will smoke and then i will go back to well. to church like, I and and I always ask people like if you keep trying to live other people's life who's going to live you if Ashtara yeah. tries to live like Ndambe who's yeah. living Ashtara's yeah. life like, exactly like all these things like I think it reminds me <laughs> now of once where my friend is dressing up and it was really something that was so revealing yeah. for somebody that has to go to a date with a guy because I don't believe that you must reveal too much skin for somebody to be attracted to you. Yeah. That's the thing. And I was like, no, that is inappropriate. Don't you understand? Why is it inappropriate for me if other people in the world are doing it? Yeah. And my thing was like, who are you? And who exists within you? Within you. Do you yeah. think as you are dressing up right now, if you call yourself a Christian, is he proud? Exactly. How does he feel? That's also Look at it thing. this way when you do things. Uh Jesus is on the cross and they are busy hammering those yeah. nails in his hands. The mistake that you do or something that you do on purpose they do with more. more do, do you really think yeah. uh, he, he has anything left anymore yeah. in his hands? And it's like most of the times really especially when it comes to decisions also in life I I feel like uh, uh, what um our youth nowadays are really not i don't know how people even have a thing of i don't believe in god i respect that totally totally respect that but i won't listen to you because the thing is i'm 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 like where did you find your identity who told you who you are, who you are. exactly who exists within you if you don't believe in god god exists within me and because of that i know who i am in christ because then you walk with God each and every step of your life. Even if you're having an identity crisis, it's not going to be for 2 months or 2 weeks. Pray about it fast if you have to fast. Maybe. Read the Bible, God is going to direct He you. He brings you back. Yeah, and I feel like that is where like everything else flows from. Yeah, and 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 that's what I love. Like I know it's really hard for people, but like I think somehow you also need to identify like when you're going through an identity crisis 
or just general things what's your outlet um before coming to god and praying like what i like to do is if like for example i'm so confused i don't know what's going on like i don't know like what's going on with my life or like i'm starting to lose myself like there's a special toilet on my floor i always tell this people like I, it, it's it's i, I remember you talking is. about it i always <laughs> say this to people it's the second on my right hand side like i always sit down I sit on the floor and I cry and I cry and I just I just let it out and I'm like okay god this happened and I just can't anymore like I let it all out and then once I'm done I wipe my tears and I pray and I'm like okay god I'm surrendering it all until I'm laying it all down to you help me give me the courage to move on just give me the strength and I feel like that comes with who is that that exists with exactly like for me I know like if something goes wrong i always run to him exactly. sometimes it's difficult because yeah, i'm like okay oh god man you, you are also, also kicks in and then you're the devil yeah. is like you're gonna pray i mean are you serious serious it already didn't work out so and it's not exactly and like i think it's through that time of your crisis that things that you were not even supposed to think about things that are so not connected yeah. to what you're going through like the devil sort of plants in your head mm-hmm. you start thinking about things that you're not even supposed yeah, to be thinking because the devil will give you characters then it's like the devil, oh, if you if if, if you let the devil define who you are according specifically yeah. to what you see in the physical world every day then it's not going to work because yeah. the devil will tell you when you're trying to be this person be like you haven't prayed yesterday you forgot exactly you're not good enough you're not good enough and i think that's why you're a liar that you always remember what you did in grade 7 remember what you did in you grade see, like imagine things yeah, from exactly. grade 7 and i'm third year and i'm just like the disconnect exactly. grade 7 is so far but i'm thinking about it now like and that's that's how he keeps planting seeds into mm-hmm. your head and unless you are strong, and i feel like that is also how we now don't find our real identity we don't because it's like it's you you tend to look back in your past and be like this is what i did mm-hmm. but i think also like when you start having idea it's like when you don't lay everything down i think to god yeah. that you feel is sort of tempting you to move to a different direction that exactly. is not you like when you keep it inside because i think it's important that even god god knows what we're thinking mm-hmm. god knows everything that happened exactly. in our life that is yet to happen but i think for me it's important that you lay down to him yeah. and be like this is what's happening this is what i feel is not wrong it's wrong yeah. or what what can you help me but the thing is man the devil god knows who you are god knows what you are going to be and god knows yeah. what you are going to do about your life what the devil knows is your past and that what you knows. speak and that is what he will use to he try and i don't know clog up your identity and just yeah. put a lot of things around it yeah. and when it's clogged up trust me you're going to be changing from law first school to education exactly. second uh, second year and then you change to another course and what not and eventually because it uh, the bible says god is here to prosper his plans to prosper us yes. and i don't understand how there is prosperity when you do not get to finish a degree for example when you just start and leave it here start and leave it here start and leave it there because i feel like also before i got saved i really had an identity crisis i would say on a very serious note because it's like i didn't know who i was and what was god's purpose for my life and as much as i knew yeah that one maybe i knew but who i was no yeah. i didn't know because i was free one day when i need god And, and the next day I would go drink. Yeah, even times when I used to go drink and pray to God before I drink. And apologize, God, I'm sorry. You see, 
like so it's it's all those things yeah. but i think it's also why it's important i think in as much as i think the biggest mistake we made especially with prayer like when you come before god like it's it's like sort of you have your own altar yeah. with him that's why it's important that you create your own altar exactly. because like you have the part the bible speaks about how you have the power to uproot yeah. and destroy any altars mm-hmm. that have been built but also you yourself you need to build yourself an altar and when you come in prayer before your altar like you lay down so many things exactly. but also i think the bible speaks about you need to be still mm-hmm. like be i still? think that's the biggest mistake that we make like when you pray you pray in such a rush our father who art in heaven oh lord thank you okay and then you sleep because it's like i need to pray because before i go to class before what but you you are seeking an answer from god exactly. you are conversating but like even in a normal conversation the one that we are having with you mm-hmm. you are speaking and i'm sending him quiet i'm trying to interpret and understand what you're saying exactly. i think it's the same way pray and then be still and listen to what god is saying that's when you get an answer exactly. you just don't get an answer when you're just like that without you being still That's what the Bible speak about being still. And I think most of the time we are not still. Exactly. We're in such a rush. We have made God to be like a chore in exactly. the household. It's like that you are forced it's part to of the routine. The routine that you have to yeah. do and 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 that's a problem. So like that's why I always like especially when you're seeking for answers but even generally you want to pray and then be still and just hear what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um understand what he's saying and then write it down. Write exactly. it down exactly. and then you'll now be like okay this is what he said the other day this and this and that's how you learn to build your identity but also just grow in your relationship with god exactly. i think that about anything else is important you need to be very intentional with your relationship mm. with god that's the only way you grow that's the only way you listen like exactly. you hear from him and that is the only way i feel your identity doesn't get lost because mm. now you know everything yeah, exactly. that's about you because it's so like, many things yeah because it's like when you realize now who you are in Christ yeah if it's like i was reading a book i just don't remember it's disciple something something mm-hmm. it's a very nice book where they spoke about a spiritual workout and at, at first i was like if people with that do workouts they do it every day they are very much how do i call it they are very much like they have to do it yeah That is how we should be with our Christian lives. It mustn't be a thing that pops up uh pops up like once a week or twice a week. Yeah. It's not a Sunday thing. It should be like a daily yeah. thing. And that's the same thing when you know your identity because you know who told you, you who you are. are. It was God. He reveals to you your identity. Now what you do is in everything that you do. Because it might be it might seem like it's part of who you are, but it's not. It might be good but it's not heaven says not heaven because it's like when you also pray and the fact that you tell people that I'm God's child God has called me to do this and this the devil also listens so the devil is going to send send some things obviously and then what you do now because now you know who you are right you know God is like with you yeah. God is with me who can be against me and all this yeah it's good you know all that yeah. but the question is Do you still go to God so that you do not get to lose your identity, your identity. even once? True. Like even once because things happen, life happens. We are spiritual people but it's like we see the physical existence more than anything else. True. Because if I ask you in 24 hours a day when your eyes are mostly open, right? Let me say maybe if you sleep for 5 hours, that means 19 hours your eyes are open. And when they are open they see what the physical is showing them. How many of those hours do you stay in prayer? Because then it's like 
most of the times what you are exposed to is the physical world. physical world. That is what I'm saying now, even as much as now you feel like you know your identity and what, what. Now I feel like your identity really plays a role. Career choices. Your life yeah, decisions, decisions you, make. you make. Everything, guys. Um, everything. I don't know how if maybe some of you are, if some of you guys are listening and you don't believe in God. I don't know how that is happening, but I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't even know what to say really yeah. but I'm telling you like you need to find your identity you need to get to know who you are yeah you need to get to know who you are and and I think you you learn you discover who you are through God because I think um I just looked up like scripture in Genesis 1 verse 27 says so God created the mankind in his own image in the image of God he created them male and female he created them that's why the Bible also speaks of you are what fearfully and wonderfully made. So like when you're having all those crises, for example, about your physical appearance, your beauty, you think back to all those scripture. He says, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. When like you feel like, oh, like I have failed a module. Oh my goodness. I'm exactly. so dumb. I'm stupid. It's mm-hmm. done for me. You go back to the scripture that says you are the head and not the tail, the first and not the last. And you can do all things through who that strengthen you. Yeah, but also when he speaks of, I know the thoughts that I have of you and those are good thoughts exactly. so and like sometimes it's really important but also like even when you go through a storm and it some, some somehow affects your identity and how you see yourself mm-hmm. it's important that you ask god also like amidst all that what is the lesson that he's trying to exactly. teach because i feel like for me personally i feel like certain storms are designed mm-hmm. and uh, the only way for you to have access sometimes you need to go through the process that yeah the process which is the storm in order to have access to your greatest miracle Mm. because they say sometimes the place for your um your greatest storm gives you access to your greatest miracle Mm. so it's all those things i think it also reminds me of the story of you know when peter walked on the water yeah and like they like somehow i feel like that bible speaks of how you sometimes have to go through a storm in order for you to receive your miracle because peter ended up walking on water doing something that he like, never thought he would. He would, or even the world. Yeah. Like, like scientifically, you can't walk on water. Exactly. Like, even if I ask you now, can you walk on water? We'd be like, no. But like, he, they had to go, I think, into the sea first, and then they experienced the tides and everything they were about to sink and whatnot. And that's when they saw Jesus, you know. And Peter was the one who had the faith uh, to when when God say come, to like actually also decide I'm taking a step and I'm walking on the water and so forth so i think that speaks to that just to say that you need to go through certain things in order for you to have access to your greatest miracle yeah even i think the story of is it david or is it joseph no joseph mm-hmm. when his brothers went to, yeah, to sell him as a slave for me when i read the story of joseph i i feel like joseph would have never become king and his brothers not sold him as a slave so like it's how like certain storms you need to go through in order for you to have access to your greatest miracle but also sometimes you need to le- learn certain lessons mm-hmm. that you need to access your greatest miracle yeah. and I think now we since we have the, the thing that I want us to talk about also is the thing of because I said who are you yeah. you know you are Christ like as a born again what are, char- are characters of being Christ like because I feel like there is also a way we need to nowadays as the youth it's like I have two characters I have a character for me in church, then I have a character outside, then I have a character for a character I get. Yeah. Maybe even five. Yeah. Because I feel like really people with identity crisis are not only in the world. 
even they most of us church. in church have identity, identity crisis. Yes, I think because we really struggle to have one identity. We are juggling between identity and identity yeah. to suit the kind of people that are in front of us at the, at the time. Because mm. I'm like, if you say you are Christ-like, like who are you? I think for me, when I hear what does it mean to be Christ-like, I think to be a very to share the the traits that Jesus has. Exactly. Basically, that means to be to love other people unconditionally mm-hmm. without expecting anything in return. Um, but I think also generally not to be like a judgmental person, not to condemn other people when they are down. And I think, especially when it comes to condemnation, it's such. I think we are all struggling with it. Mm-hmm. I personally am yeah. also struggling yeah. with it. And like there are times where you like come back to God and yeah, you're like, like God, I think I condemn. It's like you someone. see something, then you wanna say something. And you're like, ciao, ciao, just, God, just keep quiet. Yeah. I think also like generally just being like um like someone who is able to help other people i yeah. think because i think jesus has helped so many people in the bible there are so many exactly. stories where he has uh, delivered so many people mm-hmm. from diseases and so forth he has performed several miracles where he has loved people unconditionally despite how they've um betrayed him mm-hmm. might have betrayed him and where they might have had like the worst like they were prostitutes exactly like we and he didn't even judge like, he them. Didn't judge and I feel like so that well. is where we come in. Like, when was the time where you helped somebody? Everybody asks yourself yeah. this, and you didn't have to go and brag about it. Because you helped, and, yeah. and I you think that's somebody. what we do. Like we like we like showing it to, to the world. Like, like I think even the Bible speaks of don't what. Um, like when you are praying, it's not necessary for you to make noise about exactly. it and stuff like that. You don't need to blow a trumpet and exactly. let the whole world know what you are doing, basically, because mm-hmm. it comes from the heart. Exactly. But I think for me, like the biggest Christ-like trait is love yeah. above anything else. Like that's why it's always important. You love that is unconditional. unconditional, but also like a forgiving heart as yeah. well. Um, you don't need to be counting. How many times Dambelela has wronged me? Exactly. And then I'm like, okay, I think Dambe, it's enough. I'm it's enough. giving you three written warnings, my girl. It's it, done. It's done. Yeah, me and you are over. <laughs> it, it's we are all done. those things. And, I and think then you like, still say, I, I serve God. You, which God do you serve? Which God do you serve? Because I'm also like, with who you are and who you say exists within you. Yeah. Like, how many people got saved when you portrayed? Because there's a thing that says salvation is a personal thing. That is true. But unfortunately, how we as Christians represent God seems yeah. to be a misrepresentation of who God, of who is. God is. And that is that is really true. And I think that's where a lot of people, like some people are just like, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not. Like, I'm if not. this is what wow. happens in yeah, the kingdom exactly. of God, then, then definitely I don't. Like, yeah. Which is where, like, we are sort of, we are representation exactly. of the body of Christ exactly. in itself. So, like, in the way we behave as well, it should speak volumes. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's not enough because I hear a lot of people that say, no, all that matters is God knows my heart. And I think, yes, of course, yeah. it, it's important because it's even important. the Bible speaks about how God says, yeah. he th- He looks to your heart. He yeah. doesn't look at, he's not, he doesn't look at your physical appearance. Exactly. He looks at your heart. But I think we sort of tend to use that as an excuse. But the, <laughs> get away with so You know what the funny part is, somebody says God looks at their heart. But what people also, I think we neglect the fact that whatever we do unto other people and on the daily basis is a reflection of, of what how you, our heart, heart is. is. So like, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. True. it's true. That's why the Bible says, got your heart above yeah, all else. For it determines the course of your life. Whatever is inside like, comes out, out, flows out. And I think we, I don't know, we don't realize it. I don't know whether it's 
we are ignorant about it or we just no the thing is also we are in denial it. i don't want to agree that i'm a christian because yeah. it's also a thing i've realized that nowadays we are counting how many years i've been saved Esther has only been saved for two years. I've been saved for eight. So Esther got nothing on me. Yeah. And that is... Sorry. It's it, it, The kingdom of God doesn't work like that. Exactly. Um, I think mean, there's even a story in the Bible that speaks about it. Like, you can be employed... Let's say you're employed... Um, I, th- I think the... The, the 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 scenario they used in the Bible is about like a farm, like you being like if you're employed at a farm, let's say in 2010, and I'm employed, let's say in 2019, like you're both you're all that's being a, paid the same salary. Exactly, unfortunately. Thing, unfortunately, it's the same that happens in the kingdom of God. You can be saved in like 2000. I'm a 1998. I'm saved today. Mm. My relationship with God might be much better exactly. than yours. And like God doesn't care about how many years you have been in the kingdom. Exactly. I think it's about because sometimes and there's also a thing where they say. There are people that are born again, but they are not saved because their identity it's that it doesn't align with the identity that God has that given. Because we all want to be God's children, we all want to be Christ like. Yeah. It's like a title to be born again, it's we throw it not, everywhere, yeah, really, but it's like our actions speak otherwise. otherwise. And the excuse is, God knows my heart. That's, that's what you are doing is a depiction of how your heart looks. It, it, it honestly is a depiction. And it's a depiction of who you are and who you serve. Yeah. Then say something else. It's, it's really important. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's not easy. I will not even sit yeah. here and lie to you. And lie to you I think it's, 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 not easy. it's not easy to spend time in prayer. It's not easy to say, oh, at nine o'clock sharp. God, exactly. me and you, I'm yeah. setting up the day. Yeah. Like, and then something happens, and then you're like, okay, God, but let me just do this, and then me and you are gonna, you know, <laughs> we're gonna talk. Exactly. But not today, you yeah. see. Like, it's it's not an easy journey, uh, yeah. but I think when you lay down all to God and be like, okay, God, this is where I'm lacking. I'm lacking in terms of discipline, in terms of devotion yeah. with you. I'm lacking in terms of spending time in worship and praising yeah, and exactly. reading my word. Then I think he he never gives you a deaf ear. He's not like people, you know how we put yeah. people on voicemail. Mm-hmm. How like if it's Ndamba calling, I'm like, oh, but Ndamba, no, I'm not in the mood of talking to you. Oh, they text me. Where are you? Um, then you're like, it depends. <laughs> you know things like that. He's not like that. He doesn't ask you, it depends. He doesn't yeah. put you on voicemail. Unavailable you, till further I'm notice. Like, unavailable. He doesn't say, sorry, I'm busy. Please call back later. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, like then and there, like he assists yeah. you. Like he doesn't. And like, what I always think is so wonderful about God is like you know how much noise is in the, this entire earth. Mm-hmm. Like imagine the amount of noise there is now, but He hears you exactly, and it's Where not like are. it's only you that's praying. So many people are praying, praying, but in the midst of all that noise, He still hears each and every single one of us. Mm-hmm. And it's like I remember, I think it was in second year. It was at 11 in the evening. I needed to get like a cab somewhere, and I was standing by the road. 11 in the evening, guys. I was like, God, please. Sent your faithful servant. I just need a cab, and out of nowhere, someone just came, mm-hmm. and I got a cab just like that. Like he doesn't. He's not he like okay. Think, like he's not like oh, I'm tired. Eshtera, I've oh, been you, you have been asking for things. You 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 were there. You were doing other <laughs> things, my daughter, that I didn't <laughs> approve of necessarily. Exactly. So why should I? Be? He's not like that. He doesn't mm-hmm. judge you. He just if you ask, 
he, can, he he comes through for himself. Yeah, and I think now also because guys, we are varsity students. We are not like some working <laughs> preachers or people in ministry. Yeah. We are we serve at our churches, but I'm trying now to say we are not pastors, so yeah. we are not intellects. But also, what I want to talk about is that we are in varsity, and really, varsity is a place where I feel like some people come with identity and it gets lost. Yeah, and some people come with. I don't know, maybe 10% of their identity, then the whole 10% disappears. Some of them are trying to find their identity now. And it's really now affecting especially studies of people. Cause and, and we want to give excuses. I mean, nobody wants to say maybe I have an identity crisis or I don't know. It's like everybody knows who they are. We, I think denial is also one yeah, of the biggest. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. we always say the only way to solve a problem is when you accept exactly and are able to, to yourself. admit that yeah. there's a problem. But I think we sell, sell ourselves really short. Mm-hmm. I don't think we really give ourselves time. Like, And this is something I've learned this year. Sometimes you just need to take some time out of the day and sit down and think about yeah, yourself think about and yourself. ask yourself these critical questions. Esther, who am I? Exactly. What is it that I believe in? Um, what are the things that I don't like exactly. at all? Because now, that's like sometimes you come to someone and ask them, like, do you like this? A, and then they're like, no. And you're like, why don't you like it? Like, no, they, they like can't it. give you an answer. Exactly. Or the answer they give you is like, everyone is doing it or whatnot. Yeah. Like, but you haven't really given yourself time and reflected. Okay, this is who I am and whatnot. It's it's all these things are important yeah, and, and yeah. how you can really sort of identify certain things. Like what I like to do at the end of every day is I do a self evaluation, mm-hmm. self reflection. I do that. And too. I'm like, okay, I met Ndambe. Okay. This is what I said Ndambe. And even though whatever I said Ndambe, Ndambe might have not seemed offensive exactly. because I'm evaluating myself mm-hmm. and I realize, oh my goodness, Esther, this was not nice. Yeah. You were very mean to Ndambe the way you said it exactly. to her. She might have not thought it was offensive but because i know the kind of person that i am and because i know that i don't like being mean and doing unto others what i don't want them to do to me i'm able to pick up on these things and i'm able to move on that means the next time i go to a mall i don't speak to her that like Mm -hmm. that because i saw it's not me and i don't like behaving that way and that is the thing i think also now i have this thing uh somebody also asked me how i do it where i've learned to apologize to people because you might think you say it Sometimes I know I'm not the one in the wrong, mm. but I'm like, for the sake of having my heart at peace, because when somebody to. does me wrong, it really, I don't know, yeah. until I apologize to this person and pray about it, I, I'm not going to sleep. So I might even send an apology at 2 a.m., and that time somebody's already sleeping. Probably they might wonder why did this person, it wasn't even offensive, but it's like, I when I evaluate myself, I'm like, Okay, this is how the words were exchanged. Yeah. I might have said this, it might have hurt the other person. I like try to look from each and every angle. Like, if this person is passive, if this person is Christ like, how would they like? Because I don't know who the person is. I don't know their character. I don't know. I might know what I see, but what I see is not what is in the inside. In the inside and most people don't speak up. For me, I also don't have time to tell you that, no, you did me wrong here. I don't know. It's, just not really mm, what else are we supposed to talk about oh my goodness what else do we talk about it um, has to do with identity, has to do with identity. and who you are oh i think we must come to what we do 
in our own time not really what to do no not in our own time mm-hmm. your association with other people yeah because it's like the people that surround you, your circle of friends have to do with who you are yeah because like for me i don't know how other people do it but i like to associate myself with people who share the same objectives the same values the same um, perspective or see the world in the same way that i do because if like i think i have experienced it. i don't know if i've experienced it yet or i'm yet to but like when you surround yourself with people who are far from what you stand for, exactly i think in as much as you tell yourself you are very strong um and that you can you know you can, you will be strong you will not yeah, give it to temptation exactly. of diverting or changing who you are i think slowly but surely you start changing you don't realize without it, realizing without it. realizing it and then one day boom it just changed exactly. like that and you're like but how did i get to this exactly. but like it's because you've been associating yourself with it's like leaving a door open it's yeah. like they say when you leave a door stand open exactly it keeps opening and getting wide mm-hmm. until like you honestly just open it wide enough for everything to come in so i think it also plays a role for me personally yeah. i don't know how people for me also say, personally i feel it, like it does and that is why most people <laughs> I'm not rude, I'm very straightforward because it's like I don't need to entertain company that doesn't build me. If it's draining me, we cannot be friends. Unfortunately, I will love you from a distance. Yeah. It's not I'm not saying I'm not going to talk to you. It's a high bye thing. But beyond that, because I have had yeah, companies like yeah. people people that you meet because i think when i became born again i was so passive because it's now a thing of you know when you become born again you are hungry for god and thing is you don't even know who is portraying the characters of christ correctly because yeah, and who is not who is disguised as somebody who is portraying the the characters until you see what they do when nobody else is watching and you are watching from a distance then there is when i was like cuz slowly but surely i was becoming somebody i've never seen myself become and yet i was calling myself a christian which to me was very hypocritical and i think that's 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 also another way to see how you are having an identity mm-hmm. crisis if in public you behave and you portray a particular identity but yeah. when you are alone you are a totally different person exactly. I think then you know you, you there's a serious crisis because I was like I had this character then all of a sudden because I feel like uh, throughout my primary high school I never really have like best best friends yeah because I always identified as different from everybody else I don't know for some reason I always thought if number one I I, I didn't like used to hang out with girls because I was like they talk too much <laughs> unnecessary things they beef too much conflicts and whatnot then i came to varsity no fine that was before i got saved we started drinking and what what then i got saved so now it's like my drinking friends we are done fine because i'm like if i'm gonna try to be not try if i'm gonna be born again then there are certain things that i need to leave behind and that includes certain people certain company that i need to cut and then i cut my company and then i get the new company not knowing that the new company also has something else it's like a whole thing of cliques and for me i never thought with christianity we are supposed to have cliques because we serve the same god and we have love within our hearts to love everybody but when you now divide people into groups and like 
give them a portion of how much you will love them for me that wasn't right then i was like oh maybe no this is not also doing it then i just need to surround myself with people that that's something else that like people that suit to associate with the the identity that i have because i'm like i'm not gonna spend time gossiping Mm. drinking talking about unnecessary stuff trying to get and dig down things that about other people i don't have time to do that because I, I i don't think jesus did that to go tell esther after i helped somebody that oh esther whoever came to borrow money from me or whoever and she's wearing there i'm the one who bought her yeah. like i just didn't think that has anything to do with my identity which is why i probably don't have close close friends because I'm all I have friends like you guys mm. yeah I have friends it's not that I don't have friends yeah. but I'm like I'm very much particular and very careful with who I allow in my circle because mm. it's like I have stages of friends one two three and four yeah <laughs> but you're also not supposed to be having stages damn day because in the yeah, kingdom yeah, of God there are no stages no it's because ne, it's like I know my friends if I talk to Estera Esther is somebody that I can I can talk about destiny decisions because I know she will advise me on that. Okay. Yeah. It's not like they are now no it's just that they have I talk to them I just don't talk to Esther about no you I talk to you about everything. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just giving now an example yeah, like yeah. there are certain people who I just don't talk to about everything because I know their character. I know who they are. Yeah. I know if I tell them about something that I'm struggling with Then 30 then. minutes later I'll hear it from a, another person. And there is why I'm, I'm like I'm very careful with like who I tell my they are all my friends. It's just that there are ones that I know I can trust more than the others. The yeah, exactly. Yeah. There are ones that I can talk to more than the others. There are ones that we can spend the whole day together. There are ones that we must just spend 30 minutes because I know beyond the 30 minutes I'm going to hear things that I don't want to hear. Yeah, so I have to flee. So after 30 minutes then yeah I have class or something yeah. then I or, or I would just be like no we can do this another day but not like yeah but really I feel like guys don't feel like we we know what identity is like we know everything about identity because we it, it, it's it's a process you learn I think it's a process that you learn and yeah. like even everything that we just said here it's not like it's the manual yeah, exactly. for how you find your identity mm-hmm. what identity is but i think even for me personally whatever i said it was based on my own experiences exactly. and what i went through yeah. and now like after all that what do i think identity is what an identity crisis is how do i get to that point mm-hmm. but through my own testimony exactly. so like there are different ways and also what it did that for out. you what now what it did for me for personally because it really put me in a good place also i think everyone has you have your own right, journey yeah. and i think don't try i think the biggest mistake is you try and do things the way Esther yeah, does exactly. it because it is work for Esther exactly. but just because it is work for me it doesn't mean you need to find out what works for yeah, you best exactly. it's the same way with our relationship with God like i think the biggest mistake people do is if for example you find out Dandelela like at 9 o'clock she spends an yeah. hour in reading the bible exactly. another hour in worship then you want to do the same thing mm-hmm. but that works for Dandelela does it work for you exactly. maybe you 30 minutes is more than enough or mm-hmm. maybe you or um, maybe because it, it, it even becomes a routine because you are com- you are only doing it because somebody exactly. else also does it so i think figure out what works for you exactly. and how can but i think the the universal way how you figure it out it's through prayer yeah, yeah. i think through communicating and conversation from god, god 
and then anything else i think god guides you personally yeah. i think you all have your own journey and how you get to establish your own identity exactly. so this is just basically yeah. i think but I'm, what i'm also trying to say is that stuff. you uh, uh, for me i'm telling you <laughs> finding your identity without god is just not going to work the world has too much to offer but god will offer you the right thing like i think i'm also still figuring out yeah. i haven't fully figured out what but i know where I i'm heading to i know where i'm yeah. heading to and i think there are certain things that i'm certain about yeah. um i don't know what lies ahead so i don't know there might come a whirlwind exactly. that tumbles over what i thought um was really firm when it came to my identity and what but i think we are all learning i think even i'm learning i'm learning new things about myself yeah. and as different things are thrown at you as different things are thrown at you you form like a different layer of your identity exactly. built like it's, it's like, like you get to house. discover beautiful beautiful things, things about yourself like, yeah because i think i was talking to my friend the other time she's like I didn't know actually I could write until I started spending time by myself. Then I, then I was like there is a good way cuz sometimes I feel like the more company we have the more we really don't get to a place where it's us alone and analyze who, who you are. I think yeah. you get lost in yeah people's identity cuz Esther is a debater whoever is a gymnastic yeah. whoever is a dancer so now you you learn debate gymnastic what everything it's it's like you're trying to pick up basically from like, anything when you have a low self esteem and you surround yeah. yourself with such like people who know they are it becomes a problem mm-hmm. because like you it's see, like they are doing their they are thing doing their thing and you're and just, for like, you just like god like god i don't even know if it I'm reminds me of my first year it's, in law class like, you don't know what this is and stuff like so it's yeah. important because i think identity is who are you what do you stand for what do you like what do you like um like what is it about you that makes you special unique um I feel like, like that reminds things. me of my first year when we had you know you enter a class there are these students who always know the answer yeah. and the whole time I'm like maybe I'm in the wrong field maybe this is a wrong course and I think that because, because for those students they identify they like expressing exactly. themselves and that is who they, they are who they but like are. myself i know i know the content exactly. but unfortunately in a class setting i just don't like expressing mm-hmm. myself but that doesn't make me less of a person or that i'm dumb but 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 yeah but sometimes it affects you because you are like uh, and well, it also because sometimes they bring up new things fancy words and, and you're, you're like, like okay. yo i haven't uh, been looking in my books lately so really so you start judging like mm-hmm. your intelligence like yeah. you thought you were smart and you are smart exactly. but now you're like oh but i'm not that yeah. smart anymore like yeah. do you understand you so thought like, you were beautiful you saw somebody with a face beat face now beat, you're like, like i don't so, like beautiful all you are like you, you are, are unique like, that is why god created us different and very much unique yeah you don't need to try and be somebody else just be who you are Be true to yourself, be who you are, guys, and pray to God. Really pray. Like an example like you'd have like especially within the relationship field, like you you'd find guys for example that would ask you out and you're like I'm not interested in you. And like what what they start doing is they start like throwing things such as oh like you think you are better than everyone mm-hmm. you're so intimidating you are so rude exactly. they start using the nature of the mm-hmm. conversations that you had had before <laughs> and at the beginning honestly I'm not lying it worked on me because I'll be like there are so people think you are rude people mm-hmm. think you are this people think you are that and I remember like one day someone said that to me I went back to my room I started crying I was like lord 
to like this is who I honestly am and I started texting all the guy friends in my phone I'm like do you guys think I'm rude do you guys think mm. I'm this do you guys and some of them were like no you are not like I think in that moment I was having a crisis because now I didn't know who exactly, I am exactly because it was like people are telling, telling you who, who I, like, are like this guy was telling me who I am he was telling me I'm rude I'm intimidating I'm this person so I'm not intimidating like, you just cannot like, tell the woman who has got within her that is like, the truth that was what I was thinking and I went ahead and like texted everyone I'm like guys do you think this is who I am guys I literally oh. cried I went on the internet I was like what does it mean when a guy says you're intimidating is it a good thing or bad thing like what does the bible say about it oh. guys I was hysterical I was like crying I felt so bad like until I think I came to a certain point I was like you know what Like I know most in my heart I'm not like that exactly. I know I'm, I was never rude to you. So like why am I even doing this to myself? It took time. It took me a year. It honestly took me a year. Like it was it was so bad guys. Like it was, it was really bad. Like you know how you feel like when you hear yeah. someone say that to you. Like you just like, it's it's like, a very thing and I feel like most of because I also feel you know how people are telling if you study too much and if you are too smart and if you speak your mind yeah. what what no man and my thing is then if a man cannot handle who I am then that's not him. Because God knows who I am. And God will send the right person yeah. who be able to handle the type of person I am. God won't send me somebody who got then that means what are we doing and in the first then why are you there? And I think that's how That's why I tell people like you have no right to tell me who I am yeah. or even speak things into my life. And we allow that. And we that, honestly allow people yeah. to speak things in our lives and we start living other people's identities. Exactly. And and that is that is really a problem. Unless the world define you, you so you, now you are living according to what you, the world you thinks. You dumb yourself are. down. Mm-hmm. And and I've seen it like where for example you have just set a standard for yourself and because now like maybe you are so desperate for example mm-hmm. to be in a relationship you know it's not you but you are dumbing yourself down to fit into the box of exactly. that person. And that is that is a problem. Because like so and that's what they always say like I don't know where I read it but someone said like so many times as women we want men to change men for example that are so misogynistic i think that's misogynistic that's how they pronounce it oh my goodness guys um like that that for example still have this ideology that beating women is right or mm-hmm. women in the kitchen and all these very bad like seeds of thoughts exactly. towards women like but the problem is now when you meet this particular guy you want to change him and you want to help him become a better person but you are dumbing yourself down yeah. to fit into his box exactly How and now you want your identity so, so at the end of the day they always say as women we want to change people or as human beings you want to change someone but like you are dumbing yourself down to fit into the box of that person exactly. how is that person ever going to know that what they are doing is wrong if you are not showing exactly. them through the actual through you are but like you're trying to fit in their box just mark for them to see that you are cool or that yeah. you are what not you understand and like like this guy i could have easily decided i'm breaking down all my walls mm-hmm. and you know like all my standards from and become sweet four. and naive mm-hmm. and that is what he, he would have probably wanted from me to understand and at the end of the day i would have lost myself mm-hmm. i would have done any other thing because if you can compromise on one thing you can compromise on a lot yeah. if, if you open the gate to like make so I tell people when you break your own rules you open the door for disrespect from everybody from else. everybody else and like and yeah guys i think yeah, yeah. Oh, we've spoken and we've spoken to oh. you guys so yeah. 
Thank you, Ashtera. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I was learning. I'm still going to listen to this, even though I'm the one who's posting it. I still want to listen to it because there's really a lot that has been spoken to. And my only hope is that you take out something because mm. it really will be for no reason that you just listen the whole 50 something minutes and not really take, take anything, out anything, anything yeah. out of it. Because the main thing is that I want everybody to find their identity. And we start being authentic to ourselves and to other people. Yeah. And we stop doing things to please the world. Yeah. And to please people that we don't even know. And to stop doing things just for the sake of doing mm-hmm. them and just trying to prove a point. You are not here to prove points. You are not on earth to prove. You have better things to do. That's why God has called you to be somebody else. Now what you do is go find who that somebody else is. Yeah, figure out who you are. So, love you guys. See you next week. It will be next every week on a Friday. Yeah, so next week Friday we are again together, and hopefully I might have a Shtera again. <laughs> and so, yeah, talking. yeah, and somebody else probably, or maybe even more. So yeah. thank you guys, and let's hear what you guys have to say. I know you can comment. I just yeah, you can send voice messages. Yeah. yeah. So please let us know what you guys think. And with that being said, thank you guys, and have a blessed day. Hello everybody, I'm back. Welcome to Moving by God's Grace. It's Ndambe Lela, shortly called Ndambe. And today I'm going to talk about your beautiful friends. I'm sorry if I'm going to step on somebody's toes. I'm just speaking the truth. And I actually just want you to open your eyes and learn something. That is the whole point. And if you are going to catch offense, my apologies in advice. That is never the intention. Um... Basically, what I want to talk about is the friends that you have, that I have, uh, everybody that you associate yourself with, as well as everybody that you allow in your space, your circle of friends, uh, your oikos. So that is what I'm going to like really talk about today. Because I believe after the first episode, we spoke about identity issues. Hopefully, right now, you have your identity sorted and in check already. And if you didn't listen to that episode, please go back and listen to it before you come to this, to this one. Because that is only when most of the things are going to make sense to you when I speak. Because in that episode, we spoke about the importance of having a rooted identity or a standpoint in who you are, as well as what you believe in. And your identity really shapes what kind of things you stand for and most of the destiny decisions are based on your identity and if you don't have that then most of the times you have a distorted life and bunch of decisions that you don't even know which one to pick from which might actually lead to you choosing the right like the wrong things instead of instead of the right things just because you have no clarity when it comes to your identity okay so let's tune into today's topic, right? I'm talking about your friends. Uh, those good people that you tell your dreams about. Even the ones that actually 
work out and the ones that don't work out those people that you go to seeking advice whether it's spiritually advice advice on decision those people that you tell about some things your submissions that haven't even been approved yet your cvs that you have handed in yet those are the people that i'm talking about and i want each and everybody each and every one of us to be very honest with ourselves and look into our circle and ask ourselves the following so with regards to everybody in your circle with regards to every friend of yours are they building you or deconstructing you just look at your friends one by one you can list them down if you need to do that i'm just asking you because what i'm trying to do is i'm I'm trying to make you realize that maybe it's time that you change your circle and your association and then growth will follow maybe the reason why you are really stagnant and not moving it's because the people you surround yourself with have an attitude that is so different and going into a direction that is opposed to what you are rooting for what you are running for in your life so number one i ask us if they are building you or deconstructing you and if they are deconstructing you you gotta let them go if they are building you those are people that you you need because you need builders to help you build your own empire right and build your own life those are people that you need number two ask yourself are they motivating you or demotivating you because there are times when you wake up demotivated and if there's nobody in your circle of friends who will be able to lift you up when you feel down will be able to brighten up your day with some good great advice when you feel so down and feel so unimportant and feel so lost if there's nobody who was the power or the ability to speak hope into your hopeless situations to speak life into you and everything then i don't know why you are keeping friends that are of that kind like why do you need people that are not even like helping you get up when you fall down because if you don't have people that are motivating you they will demotivate you even demotivate you from your dreams demotivate you from your plans demotivate you from your real character and who you are number three i want to ask like ask yourself now pertaining each and every person in your oikos each and every friend of yours do they have the same mindset as you you know i want to give an example of jesus when jesus went out to look for disciples you know what i'm tra- i'm not now saying went out of the room get what i'm trying to say when jesus started looking for disciples he didn't just take everybody he found surely there was a reason why he picked out certain people because if there wasn't a reason then jesus would just have picked oh this one must come oh you come he would have picked the first 12 people that he met but he didn't he walked and he looked for certain people and for me that makes me believe that it's because he was looking for a certain character in people he was looking for something and you also now as a human being i want you to be able to do that look for characters that contribute to your growth to your personality to your character to your morals and to your beliefs look for people that have characters and personalities that speaks to who you are speaks to your identity because then if you have people that have opposite of what and who you are then it's like 
I don't know, it's like you having oil and water in the same bucket because they don't mix. And that means it's like you having yourself trying to mix or align with these people but because of your character and who you are that is going to be impossible because you are one person probably who is so positive and the people you have are negative or you are so optimistic and the people the other people that you have are opposite the reason why i said ask yourself these questions is because i want to help you the same way i helped myself i didn't help myself actually i got to realize i wanna help you realize that there are certain people that you need to keep and just because your goodness shouldn't be determined but by you keeping toxic people in your life so what i'm trying to say here is that if what i'm trying to say here is that if somebody is not worth keeping don't keep them just because you wanna show that you are a good person you don't need to allow toxic substances in your surrounding just because you are afraid of what people would say when you start cleaning your space people will get used to do to you you know when most of you i'm not an anti-deep person i'm actually like very tidy so most of the anti-deep person you know if you have like that anti-different then you go to their room and they have just cleaned up you know there's something that you get to realize about this person and if you are one of those people was who was also untidy it motivates you to go and clean up your room so what i'm trying to say is like if your circle of friends is so toxic and i don't know it's so negative and whatnot be the first person to start cleaning up your circle then everybody else i bet will follow so if you have certain people that are deconstructing you or demotivating you or have a mindset that might lead to a death of your dreams because trust me the people you surround yourself with remember these are people that you go to for advice people that you go to and tell about you know i've just filed my application for what what no i need you to pray with me and what what and if certain people if you don't have intentional people around you and people with the same mindset as yours people might end up killing their dreams by praying over your dreams with anger and all these things you never know what people's intentions are that is why you need to scrutinize them before you even allow them in your space put them on a microscope i think that was the first mistake that i did because when i I love talking about this. When I went to church, I was so naive, right? Because I just thought everybody else is so amazing. They are so bubbly and so lovely. They want to talk to me. And I just allowed everybody to talk to me. Everybody in my circle. Everybody was slowly. Everybody was becoming myself. Slowly, I was talking to everybody. I was laughing to everybody. Everybody was just there. And as time went on, I found myself losing my character and my identity. And slowly but surely falling into characters and i mean like bad toxic characters of other people i found myself like falling into bad characters and like catching off bad i don't know uh bad how do i call them um bad behaviors and bad 
how do I call this thing? You know when you get something off from somebody, like you catch the spirit? Yeah, I ended up catching like bad spirits from people. I found myself in situations where because of the people I was surrounding myself with and the fact that I didn't actually iron out which people I'm going to keep and which people I'm not. found myself at times, sometimes even bad-mouthing people, gossiping people, talking about people, slandering people's names and all these things, standing for things that I know in the eyes of God were wrong, but because people around me who are also in church made me comfortable that they are right to do, I found myself falling for things like that. And that is when I realized some people are not actually worth keeping and whoever is not worth keeping, I'm going to let them go. I'm not saying I will stop talking to them. However, I will stop making or availing the platform for, for them to uh, uh, like to toxicate my mind, my brain, my body, my soul. Like I would never allow a platform for somebody to bring toxicity. You know, I don't know dirt or whatever you call it into my life. Like I would just never avail the platform for somebody to do that. And I have learned that the hard way. Because I found myself because I also found myself thinking, how many people am I going to influence or what kind of life am I going to have if I have all these bad habits that I just picked up from people. And that is when I really realized it's really, really important that we choose our circles critically. And I didn't understand people that just had maybe two friends or three friends. I thought it was odd. And at first I thought, oh, I have all the friends in the world. What I didn't know that what comes with all the friends comes with all the dirt and all the bad manners and all the everything from the world. Like, it comes with all the qualities, bad and good. And until you realize or decide that these there are certain qualities that I don't need to keep around me or there are certain people because of their characters. I don't need to create a friendship that goes as far as exchanging um, or conversating on different topics pertaining my dreams and my ambitions and my goals and plans. Then most of the time this toxicness gets into your life ultimately affecting your dreams too affecting the way you see things affecting your mindset your perspective and everything surrounding your destiny decisions when it comes to decision it's like it becomes slowly but surely it becomes part of who you are because that is what you surround yourself with and what you surround yourself with is just a matter of time becomes who you are it's like the smell of what you surround yourself with permit permeates or you know that word most gets on you and it's stuck on you and becomes part of you who you are so let me give an example if you walk in at a place that smells of what do i say perfumes right you know if you stay in there for a very long time you start smelling like perfume it might be a good perfume However, it might also be a bad perfume. That is what I'm trying to say. If you have friends and probably they have the bad perfume, you start smelling like them. If you have friends that are so negative, they are so rude, they only see, they see life as a challenge always, then surely but slow, I mean slowly but surely you become like them. It only takes, it's just a matter of time. And that is why I'm saying you need to be very, very careful like very very careful with who you surround yourself with because these people contribute to either your growth 
or your death they contribute and let me repeat that guys they contribute either to your growth or to your death these people contribute to you realizing your dreams or forgetting your dreams and not working towards them and these people also contribute to your perspective of seeing things things because if you have people that are so optimistic and so positive in your life you see positivity even in negative situations trust me if you have people on the other side that are very negative you see negativity even in positive situations and then you never get to see the positive situation on the other end of the line and that really most of the times may be the positive line that is needed for you to step over to some new opportunity or to some new door or something but because you are only focused on the negativity which you got from the people that you surround yourself with then really it's going to kill your dreams and our our association really also tells a lot about where we are going in life there are certain people that you have to take along when you are trying to achieve your dreams there are just certain people you need to leave behind you need to come to a place where you make a decision and as i asked the four the three questions ask yourself and whoever is not contributing because it's either they are adding on your life or they are taking it's either they are adding value or they are devaluing you and you don't want to be a person that is devalued you because before you met all these people let me remind you you were a person on your own remember you survived in your mother's womb with no friends right remember maybe the first time you went to school you didn't have friends and you stayed alone and you didn't die right if that is what it's going to take to protect your dreams to protect your vision to protect your career path and everything to protect your peace and your mindset to make sure that it's not influenced by toxic behavior and toxic mindset and actions do that then you gotta stay alone until but it's not even like it's costly you have a friend in Jesus so it's not going to be like something that is going to make you get into depression because you lost friends because sometimes you're removing certain objects from a place about a platform from for something new to be placed there so sometimes if you remove certain friends in your circle God is gonna place somebody else because you know they see the power of time changes things also there are times when you stay best friend with a person for seven years and you meet this person in two weeks and you see yourself growing and building a relationship or a friendship with this person that you've just met in two weeks and that is i'm just trying to tell you like don't the amount of years that you have been friends should be the reason why you mustn't like take that person out of your circle i'm not saying don't talk to them anymore of course talk to them just don't talk to them to certain things pertaining your dreams and everything that has to do with your life and where you wanna get to because if they are not contributing they'll be taking away from your dreams and all these things sometimes they might even speak you out of your dreams people especially people with negative mindsets and attitudes they speak people out of their dreams they'll speak you out of your journey to success they'll speak you out of opening a door to opportunities and you don't want to surround yourself with this you also don't want to be stagnant because of other people that refuse to move or are too lazy to move one thing i also don't like is i don't like surrounding myself actually i don't at all 
surround myself with lazy people the moment i realize that you are very lazy i'm not cutting you off i'm actually just not availing a platform for me for you to bring your laziness into my life and implanting upon it upon me because then it starts affecting how i think how i act and how i see things right that's what i'm saying it's not basically you cutting people off it's you removing the platform from for them to bring in their toxic substances in your life because remember people only bring things in your life if, if you avail the platforms for them to do that and the moment you take away the platforms if it was over sleepovers stop the sleepovers and just do a high buy thing if it was over dinner then maybe the dinner as in it have coffee instead it takes around about 45 minutes to have coffee and that's it it's not me saying kill your friendship it's me saying don't allow your friends to kill your dreams just because you want to keep them around because you've been friends since grade one. Oh yes we all had friends since grade one but sometimes due to our openness in mind and our thinking capabilities and abilities as well as your realization of where you want to be in future unfortunately certain at certain times you cannot just take everyone along and with that being said guys good luck in sorting out your oikos the circle around you the people you surround yourself with i'm sorry if i stepped on somebody's toes those were never my intentions my intentions were to come here and share with you guys and advise you guys and help you guys build the right association because it's very powerful when it comes to what you're trying to build in your life right now so everybody thank you for listening and thank you for being here with that being said see you next week friday thank you guys